what's up you guys how's everyone feeling today it is me myself and my allergies i don't know if you can tell by my nasally voice but i have been i'm going through it right now i took a covid test last night and it was negative but i woke up today and it felt like i was just hit by a fucking brick so i'm gonna take another test and see if maybe it was a false negative but the allergies are just killing me right now. My nose is super congested. I got that like brain fog. So if this episode ends up being really weird <laughs> and you have no idea what I'm saying, I'm just going to blame it on the allergies. Blame it on the allergies. Okay. All right. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Funnel Week Taste Podcast. My name is Jenna Palak. I'm your host. Last week, if you're a frequent listener, you may have noticed that I did not have an episode last week. Last week, I was super, super busy planning and getting everything ready for my anniversary event. So I wanted to say thank you to everyone who came to my event last weekend. It was on Friday, which is crazy. It was almost a week ago. It, it feels like time has just flown since then, but it was a huge turnout. It was incredible. It was at Star Hill Ranch, which is like this old Texas town. It's this dirt um, kind of plaza area which I'm thinking maybe the dirt is why I'm feeling so shitty. Maybe it's just a lot of like dust up in my lungs <laughs> and whatnot. Uh, and we had incredible sponsors that were out there. We had a Ferris wheel. We have live music by Harper Grace. And I'm hoping to have her on the podcast soon. She was on American Idol and she became one of my friends when I was in Nashville. Really great connection. She's incredible. We had Grant Gilbert came out and performed. I am his new biggest fan. I've been listening to him on Spotify nonstop for the past month. So if you're looking for a new artist to listen to and you like country, Grant Gilbert, put him on your radar. I, I promise you it's like a month or two before he pops off. And I am hoping to do an event recap episode soon. Once I have all of the final numbers back and all of the final, uh, what are the words? Summaries, I guess. Uh, once we get feedback from all of the brands and all of you guys and look everything over with my planners, I'm going to do an entire event recap because event planning has become kind of my full-time job recently. I kind of shifted gears from doing social media full-time to doing event planning full-time. And it has been a really interesting transition because it's not something that I'm like super familiar about, super familiar with, I should say. And so navigating event planning and especially an event of this caliber has been really difficult. And I have to be honest with you guys, I am, I'm struggling. Like I'm struggling really fucking hard right now. And I don't know if my sickness right now is a result of me not taking care of myself or it truly is just allergies. But besides the congestion aspect, I just feel so exhausted and I feel like a lot of people right now are at this breaking point where it's, okay, the summer is over. We've been so busy all summer. Like every single day of the summer, we've all been busy. We've all been doing shit. We've all been traveling. We've all been seeing friends. We've all been doing stuff every single day. And now it's back to school season. It's going to start getting a little bit colder. And I think it's all catching up to us at once. So I know a lot of people out there are feeling this way. And I think this is our reminder to take a step away from work and everything and just focus on ourselves for at least a couple days to get ourselves feeling better. I know that I need that and I'm personally just saying this out loud so like I can hear myself take this advice because <laughs> it's really hard. It's really, really hard to turn ourselves off 
every night I go to bed thinking like, oh my God, I have so much shit to do tomorrow. And I've been so tired of feeling this way. So tired of feeling like I'm constantly drowning. Like I'm, I'm hardly hanging on. I'm hardly able to get my work done, see my friends, have a relationship, take care of my dog, talk to my parents, take care of my mental health, take care of my physical health, if eat, just in and sleep. I mean, every night I go to bed and I'm just so, I'm so overwhelmed and anxious thinking like, oh my God, is this just what every day is supposed to feel like? And ironically, this is kind of the exact feeling that I had about a year ago right before I started fun on weekdays and right before I kind of had this mindset shift of being like, no, life is not supposed to be like this. We are not supposed to go to bed feeling like this every single day because we let our work consume us. Like that is not what life should be. And if it is that way, we should all kind of take a step in the opposite direction to make it not that way. But these past two months planning this event, I have really put everything on the back burner Truly, I have not been taking care of myself. I have not been taking care of my relationships I've with myself, with my family, friends, you know, what I just said. But I realized in these past two months that I have been putting my job before absolutely everything and I have been struggling so much. And honestly, in the past year that I've been doing this podcast, in these past two months, I have felt the most like alone. I don't even know if that's the right word. I have felt so unlike myself. I have felt so unworthy. I have felt like I need to prove myself to everyone, to myself. And that's why I've been working so fucking hard. But then working so hard has made me like hate every single day. And it's so hard when you have a podcast that you're supposed to be like encouraging other people to not feel this way, but yet you're sitting behind a mic and you're feeling the exact same way. And so today, this is kind of my only opportunity to just, well, not my only opportunity, but my first opportunity to really talk about it because I didn't want to have negative thoughts or kind of express any of this while I was trying to finish planning the event just because I was like, oh, those thoughts are just going to cloud my ability to get anything done. And if I just fixate on this feeling and I acknowledge this feeling, then it's going to take away from my efficiency of getting the event done and planned. Why am I crying? Seriously, what the fuck is wrong? Am I okay? (laughs) Am I okay? (laughs) Is anybody else super emotional right now? I know I'm not PMSing because I just had my period like two weeks ago. Looking back at the summer, though, let's all reflect on what we've accomplished, what we've done, all of the fun times that we've had, and let's bring that same energy into the fall. I know the sun is going to set early, soon. When is daylight savings? That's I think that's pretty soon. It's coming up. And daylight savings is the worst time of the year. I think we should abolish daylight savings. It started with the farmers. I'm pretty positive. And it's just the weirdest concept to me that we all just agreed. Let's just set the the clock back so it gets dark at 4 p.m. Let's just, we all collectively agreed to that. No, we didn't. You cannot convince me that we all agreed to that. Why would anybody want it to be dark at 4 p.m.? So going into the fall, a lot of us are sick right now. A lot of us are exhausted from our summer activities. A lot of us are going into school and you're stressed out right now. And a lot of us are just exhausted and tired. And I want you to know that we all feel this way and we can all kind of count on each other to bring each other up and just know that you're not alone. 
but especially going into the fall, if you are in school right now or if you are working, you know, your full-time job, it's so important to still make time for having fun because these past two months have taught me so much about the importance of having fun on weekdays. And I'm not even going to sit here and tell you that I've been having fun because I haven't. I have been traveling a lot. Like I've gone to a couple weddings. I've gone to my best friend's bachelorette party. I've had my best friends come visit me. I've had my family come visit me. And I've been doing a lot this summer and I have had a lot of fun. But the thing is, is that I have not been having fun in between all of those big moments. And every day, truthfully, I come to this office and I sit on my computer. I do a bunch of work. I record an episode and then I get home and it's super late. I watch Love Island. Love Island is over now. What, what am I going to do? <laughs> also, I am such a such a uh, Zeta and Timmy fan. And I have to say, I am rooting for Isaiah and Sydney. I know people have some mixed feelings, but I'm rooting for Isaiah and Timmy. And oh, shit, Sydney. See, there's that there's that brain fog. But I would come home every night and I would just watch Love Island and then I would go to bed and I wouldn't eat dinner until like 9 30 p.m if that I'd eat not what I'm supposed to eat and then I would wake up the next day either super early and just like completely exhaust myself or I would sleep in really late not super late when I'm saying super late I'm talking like 10 30 I would sleep in and then I would just feel like I wasted my day so I would scramble all day getting everything done go to bed super late wake up again do it all over again and then I would do it all over and all over and all over again until that weekend I have to go to New York for a wedding. And then the next weekend I come back home and I'm working again every night, super late, eating hardly, waking up in the morning, eating hardly, never working out, never taking care of myself, always thinking about what I need to get done in the day, pushing off every other responsibility and priority in my life just for this event. And wow, it made me realize just how thin I've been spreading myself and the fact that I have not been making time in every day to enjoy something for myself. And all of those moments that I didn't take for myself, I think are an accumulation of the way that I'm feeling currently. And so these past two months, specifically spreading myself too thin, pushing things off, not making time for fun, I've just, I've realized that I cannot do that anymore because I cannot stand to feel this way anymore. And I won't. And today I'm putting my foot down (laughs) and I'm going to make it a priority to make sure that I am having fun on weekdays now, because that is the whole point of this podcast is trying to find a balance between work life. And ever since I quit my job a year ago, I've been struggling with it so hard, truly, truly so hard. And I think at the beginning, it was just kind of, you know, finding my way. What does it mean to work for yourself? What are the responsibilities I have? But then as I started to kind of get the gist of it, more and more responsibilities get added to your plate. And when more responsibilities get added, that's amazing because you have so many uh, like awesome opportunities. And in no way am I ever, ever, ever complaining because I'm so grateful. And I know that I'm very privileged to be in this position. And for that reason it makes it really hard for me to talk about my struggles of work-life balance because I feel as though I just am when I, I don't know how to word this, but when I do talk about my struggles to me, I kind of injustify it and I feel guilty for feeling this way because I do realize the privilege that I have. 
And to me, it's like, well, who am I to complain about being stressed out or about being anxious or about feeling lonely or feeling exhausted? Like, who am I to complain about those feelings when there are so many other people out there who have real jobs that have these same feelings? And then I invalidate my own feelings. But when I put myself into the position of my event planners, for example, I know that they are working on a million different um, projects. They are traveling themselves. They have families themselves and they're stressed out by my event. And then I put myself in their position. And I'm like, you know what? They're also planning the same event as me. And if they're stressed out, then like I should be allowed to feel that way too. Right. And I kind of have to like talk myself in and out of my emotions. And for anyone who's listening right now, it's really hard because I think we all have friends that are in different stages of their lives and they're working in different careers. And it's easy to compare your feelings and emotions to other people and downplay yours because, you know, you just think about, oh, well, their challenges are greater than mine, so I shouldn't feel this way. But that doesn't mean that that's just not true. You, sh- you shouldn't talk yourself out of the way that you feel because then you'll just bottle up these emotions and you'll be like me sitting on a couch one day and sharing all of your (laughs) bottled up emotions into a microphone. (laughs) And I just, I don't want to feel this way anymore. So I'm making it an effort to prioritize myself a little bit more, spend more time doing things that I used to enjoy. When I had my corporate job, my my work-life balance was so much easier to me because it was easier to turn it off. And I don't mean to beat this idea into the ground because I know that we talk about it a lot for any, um, you know, self-employed person that's ever on my podcast. We talk about how it's hard to turn it off. But I, I do think it can be really hard to turn it off too when you work a corporate job. When you're passionate about what you do, you're constantly thinking about ways that you can improve. You're constantly thinking about the next day and you know, how you can succeed and how you can become better. And it's hard to turn that idea off. And I think often we're constantly thinking about how can we improve in our career work-wise, but not maybe realizing that moments in our personal lives for ourselves are ways that we can improve our work life, if that makes sense. You know, doing hobbies by yourself that you used to enjoy, hanging out with friends that you don't get to see frequently, calling I called my grandma the other day it was like it 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 was literally a refresh I called my grandma I called my grandpa and just talking to them I was like you know what like wow even doing that I I just felt so much I felt so much better I felt so much more connected to my life and lately I think that's it I think I felt disconnected from my life that it has felt like I live in a machine (laughs) you know you live in this world where every day you wake up and it's the same thing over and over and over again you just constantly have this feeling and I think once I made that conscious change during my corporate job to stop living that way I was so much happier I was so much happier and all of the time that I got to spend putting towards myself when I was turning work off actually allowed me to enjoy work a little bit more which is an interesting concept (laughs) but I'm thinking maybe that'll be the same with with me now all of this to say I have decided that when you spread yourself too thin and you try to be good at everything, you are simply good at nothing. You are great at nothing when you try to be good at everything. When you try to be good at eating healthy, when you try to be good at working out all the time, when you try to be good at, 
maintaining all your friendships, your relationships, your family, all that stuff. When you try to be good at posting on social media, when you try to be good at your job, when you try to be good at everything, it can be really, really hard to actually feel great at anything. Does that make sense? I don't know if it does because it does, it does in my mind. And I think that's what I've been doing lately is I've been trying to be so fucking good at this event, making sure every single part of this event was amazing. Trying to prove to myself, trying to prove to people that follow me, people that don't follow me, my my haters out there. I hate to call them haters, but <laughs> that's what they are. I feel like this event in my mind, I've just, I've really built it up and I've been trying to be so good at every single aspect of the event that I've been good at no other aspect of my life. So I think this should serve as, you know, a little reminder for you. Like I said, going into a new season, going into a new time of the year to use this as a reset. Maybe this episode will kind of help give you a little bit of clarity, help you feel less alone. At least you know that I'm feeling this way too. So the rest of this episode, I just kind of want to give you guys some life updates. No more complaining. And I don't, I don't want this to come across as complaining because like I said, I'm so grateful and I'm very, very, very proud of this event. I would never take anything back. I'm so happy I did the event. I think it was an amazing, incredible opportunity for my community to get together and celebrate like a moment, you know, celebrating the summer, celebrating moving to a new city. There were a lot of people that came actually that were moving out of Austin and this was like their last hurrah. There were so many people that were moving to Austin and this was their first hurrah. There were a lot of people that came and they were celebrating their birthday or a bachelorette or there was a woman that came and she was celebrating her pregnancy. Like that's an incredible, incredible accomplishment. So all things aside of, you know, these feelings I've been having, it's all been worth it because I have allowed other people to have moments of joy and celebration. And that is what I do it for. And just looking forward, I think that I I more so just need to find that balance of, okay, I can plan some really awesome events, but that doesn't mean that I need to shut off every single other outlet of my life because that's just not fun. And I can't live a life like that. So right now I'm going to take a little bit of a break from doing events. I'm going to just focus on getting my life back in order because I do have a lot of (laughs) things that are coming up in the next month or two. And so I'm just going to take a little bit of a break from events. They'll be back. Don't worry. But right now I've been pushing myself to meet these like super tight deadlines. I'm going to New York City in two weeks. Next week? Oh my God. Is it next week? (gasps) I think it's next week. And I was supposed to do an event next week in New York City because I, I had told people, I know I have a huge community in New York City and I really wanted to do something. I was like, yeah, September 7th, it's happening. It's happening. And then slowly but surely, the week started creeping up. I'm like, oh my God, September 7th cannot happen. And typically I'm the kind of person that if I say something out loud and I put it into existence, like it just has to happen. There is no other option than for it to happen. And I truly believe that. I don't know if that's technically called manifestation or just being delirious and and believing all these crazy thoughts in your mind. But this is the first time truly that I'm, going to be like you know what I don't think I can mentally or physically handle pulling off an event in a week and I'm I'm going to put myself (laughs) first for right now because even I know I can do it that's the thing I know I can do an event but if I do I'm only going to enable this feeling 
of being so caught up and feeling like I'm drowning and feeling like I'm being pulled a million different directions. And what fun is that? What fun is that for people that want to come and hang out and have a good time? If I am so freaking tired that I can't even enjoy, I can't even enjoy it. That's not fun. So I am going to postpone that. I'm sure we will do something way more casual. If you're listening to this and you live in New York City, I'm thinking we can just do like a very chill meetup, whether it's like going for a walk in Central Park or last time I was in New York City, we did um, a bottomless brunch and that was fun. And that was honestly planned, I think, two days in advance. I don't know if that'll work because because it'll be New York Fashion Week. I'm not sure how busy it'll be, but I'm sure I'll do something. It just probably won't be to the extent. And I need to stop. I need to stop harping on myself for not doing everything above and beyond. That's another thing. Like, I don't need to have an event with balloons and decorations and pink and orange shit everywhere for it to be a good event. And I need to get that in my mind because I think I've been so fixated on this image and this, you know, that that's the exact word, an image, a vision. I've been so fixated on wanting this brand to be perfect and that every single event is so picture perfect that it doesn't really matter. It doesn't like, does it make good photos? Yeah. But people don't really remember photos. They remember moments and memories there. So I don't know where I was going with this. You guys, the brain fog for real. I have no idea what I'm saying. (laughs) Let's get into my life updates. So this Saturday, I'm moving. Oh, who would have thought? Who would have thought? I've lived in downtown Austin for two years. I lived in an apartment both times. You already knew that, I think, unless you're new here. Um, I lived downtown Austin. Well, I just said that, but, and I'm moving now officially. I'm moving to a house in the east side. It's actually, it's not far at all from where I live currently. So it's a really good location. And I'm just, I'm pretty sick of living downtown. The construction is absurd. Like in front of my um, apartment building, it's just this giant crater in the ground, just a giant hole. And I'm pretty sure they're building three new apartments just going side by side in front of my apartment. All of the dust is getting onto the balcony. All of the dust is like just around the surrounding area. That might be also another reason why I'm feeling really sick is because there's so much construction, so much sediment and shit in the air. It just... Oh, every time I go back to my apartment and don't get me wrong. I, I loved my apartment when I moved in. I loved it. I'm so grateful that I lived there and I'm so proud of myself that I got to a point in my life where I was like able to live on my own, but it just doesn't, it doesn't make me feel calm and relaxed. And I think with so many other chaotic moments in life, it's important to have a place where you can go there and feel like centered and grounded and feel like this is kind of an escape from life, you know, and I haven't really felt like I've had that feeling in this apartment in a long, long time ever since the construction and, you know, just my life has changed and yeah, I'm really excited for a new chapter of my life. We have a yard for Quincy, which will be so nice. Um, Gosh, you guys, funny thing about my apartment building is they told us we were going to have a dog park and I moved in last September. It is now almost September 1st. It's almost been an entire year. There is no goddamn dog park. There is no dog park. You know what we do have is one tiny little strip of dead grass. That's it. 
And the only other area that we have is we can walk him down to um, the cultural center over by Lady Bird Lake. And there's kind of some grass over there. And we do that. But when he has to go, when Quincy has to go potty, like he's got to go potty. So I'm sorry if he's going to go on like the side of a bench. You can't stop him mid pee his leg up. And so all of the dogs at our building have started peeing along the wall and it is so disgusting, especially in 110 degree heat. You walk outside of our apartment building and it just smells like hot piss in the air. It is so gross. It's so gross. They sent an email to all of us um, maybe a month ago saying like, hey, you really need to stop your dogs from going to the bathroom. If they need to go to the bathroom, they can go to the patch of grass. I'm like, I wanted to respond to the email with a photo of the patch of grass because the patch of grass is now full of these sandbags from construction that the dogs have all peed on, by the way, and a bunch of construction signs. I'm like, this is what? So many people signed a lease at this apartment because you told them that with downtown living, they would have a, you know, a place for their animal to go to the bathroom and exercise and run around and meet new dogs, and they don't have that. So now you're going to be mad that they're, that what? I don't understand. So all that to say, I'm really excited to have Quincy to get Quincy a yard because it'll really, really help with the potty training. And he is potty trained now. Thank the Lord. I was getting so, I was getting so impatient. I truly was. I was getting so impatient. And it's been really, really good for months now. I know when I put out the Dogs on Weekdays episode, I was struggling with the potty training. Everything has been good for, I would say like, three months I don't even know I would have to look at my calendar but we got an online trainer and um he basically told us this method of it sounds really simple it sounds like really obvious but we started making this actual graph where you fill it in the times that he eats the times he drinks water times he goes on a walk the times he goes potty and if he goes pee or poop And after about a week of doing that, you can see all of the patterns of like, okay, he pees 50 minutes after drinking water and he poops 20 minutes after eating, whatever, whatever the timing is. And then you can plan your schedule around that to know exactly when he's going to go. Especially if you live in an apartment, it can be so hard to get up and down the elevator in time. So you just kind of have to plan it out. And ever since we've been able to do that, everything has been great. Everything's been really good. But still, I just feel guilty when we're taking him out there and he's shitting on concrete. And so the yard will be a huge lifesaver. And just overall space, like when I moved into that apartment, I was not expecting to have roommates. I was not. I thought I was going to be living in my single girl era. And along came Connor and, you know, things worked out. We've been living together for a little while, honestly, like months since the beginning of the year, since after L.A., Um I won't go into too too many details about that because it really doesn't matter. Also, also, you know, I'm just being respectful, <laughs> being respectful of privacy. But basically, we've been living together for a while and sharing a closet. Um, I was not ready to do like not at all. And so sharing a closet was difficult. And anyone listening to this, if you live with your significant other, oh, my God, I'm sure you understand the the frustration of just sharing a space with someone, just trying to figure out, you know, other people's living habits and stuff, especially living in a small space when you feel a little bit crowded, when you're just trying to get a little bit of privacy, even pooping. I'm like, can you get out? Like, I'm just trying to enjoy my poop right now. And so (laughs) 
having a house, I'm excited to have a bathroom that I can poop in peace in. And so we're moving on Saturday. Really excited for that. I've been going back and forth about the decorating situation, you guys. I'm like, do I share the decorations? Do I not share the decorations? Because I know sharing them last time created a lot of anxiety for a lot of people, including myself. And sharing, like listening to so many people's opinions really clouds your judgment of what opinions are correct and wrong. Because I feel like a lot of the opinions that were coming my way were very it was like very extreme opinions you know it was, it was either like I fucking hate it or oh my god I'm obsessed and it was really hard for me to decipher especially when I don't have a strong opinion myself like which way do I lean though so anyways with this house it's a house so I need more furniture I'm gonna be taking a lot of my stuff from my old place like my couch um my coffee table I mean literally everything everything (laughs) I'm bringing everything except for our nasty ass pans our pans have no stick to them anymore they're disgusting you cook an egg on it and the egg just sticks to it they're so bad I've had those pans since you know what I think I might have brought one of those pans from college into my last apartment and then I brought it over here and the amount that Connor cooks beef it just it was not lasting so I won't be bringing the pans but all my furniture I will and then the other furniture that I need to fill the space, um, I'm planning to get from Facebook Marketplace. And I'm like, I don't know if I share that or if I gatekeep it because what if I start sharing my Facebook Marketplace finds and then I just have so much more competition? But I think I'm going to share it because I think it's interesting. And it'll be a little bit different from my apartment living, just completely different vibe. I'm going to try my hardest to go neutral. As I'm sitting here on a pink couch, pink pillow, bright pink neon rug, <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm not saying I'm, gonna, I'm going to succeed, but I'm going to try to create a space that's a little more calming, a little less chaotic, and moving into a house is just, I've been looking forward to this for months. Finally found a place that was affordable, close to downtown for us, and had a yard for Quincy, had enough space, but not too much space. And just overall, I think it ended up just working out. We went to quite a few different houses. Like when I say quite a few, I mean probably at least 50. Shout out to Casey O'Brien. Casey O'Brien is the best girl I've ever met. Truly the nicest, sweetest, most. There's not even a word for Casey. She is, she's Casey. That everybody knows a, a friend that like, she's just them. I've never met anyone like her. She's so calming and just makes you feel so comfortable. And I met her at one of my events, the soiree event. Yeah, the the very first event that I did, I met her at the soiree event on the rooftop. We were back in the corner and she was telling me how she does sound healing and, and yoga and stuff. I'm like, oh, she's so cool. We stayed in touch. She came to another event to work out, the, the dancing cardio event. And from there, we just, we became friends. And so then I found out she was a realtor. And I'm like, wait a second. You told me you do sound healing, but you didn't tell me you're a realtor? Like, where have you been this whole time, girl? I need a house. So we started touring houses together, looking for rentals. And the rental situation here in Austin is there's just not a lot of options. And so started thinking, wait, maybe I should buy a house. But then I was like, wait, no, I don't, I don't want to buy a house right now. I don't even know what I want in a house. I've never lived in a house alone. How am I going to buy a house? Also, that's just not a good financial decision to do right now. 
But on the flip side, it's like neither is paying rent in a house that you're never going to own. You know, if you're going to live in a house and you're going to pay rent, why not just pay a mortgage? So I went back and forth. It's been months in the making and found a house about a month ago that we really, that we, that we both really liked that we finally settled on. When I say we, I'm talking about Connor. Um, we both, he liked it more than I did. Um, it was okay. It was the first house that we both decided that we agreed was good. The location, the price, the size, everything. Um, the only thing was just the backyard was all turf. And in my mind, I'm looking at turf. I'm like, that is going to be a repeat of the apartment. That's going to be hot piss air. Hot pissy air. That's what it is. Because Quincy pees on that a couple times and it gets 100 degrees. It's going to reek out there. You have to hose that down every single day. Otherwise, it's going to smell so bad. And so that was really kind of my only mm, reservation about it. And we ended up applying for this house. The landlords or the owners, I don't know, the, the landlord, whatever. The owners, they had a very, very strong preference of no dogs, but there were no applications on the house yet. And they, it had been on the market for like a couple weeks. And so they're like, you know what? It, like they can just apply and we'll look it over and we'll see. And so we apply. We're thinking no one else applied. We're like, okay, we're good. We're good to go. And turns out in the meantime, we're like waiting for, um, we were waiting for a document, some type, some type of document. There's a lot of documents that go into applying for shit. It's really hard to keep track of. So in the meantime, waiting for that, there ended up being another applicant that came through. I think two other applicants actually, and neither of them had dogs. And we're like, okay, well, obviously like they're obviously I would, if I was the landlord and I was looking at a dog versus no dog, and I just put in this nice turf backyard, I'm obviously going to pick the no dog. And two, like there's so many other things that go into picking an applicant for a house. So it just, it, it, at the end of the day, it wasn't meant for us. And it was just kind of a sign. And instead of taking that as like a being frustrated and being upset, I think both of us honestly were like, okay, you know what? Something better is coming. Not going to get to us. We're so busy doing other shit anyways. Like we can't even move in at this time. And so sure enough, about a week ago, we go and tour this house and mind you, this house is an absolute wreck inside. The person that currently lives there is not moved out yet and their stuff is just everywhere, everywhere. We went there the other day to go measure um, like the living room and, and the kitchen countertop and stuff for stools and couches and whatever and their stuff was still there and I'm like, um, is this going to be done by Saturday? I don't know. So I, long story short... I'm going to be spending a lot of time this weekend cleaning, packing up, moving over, getting rid of things in my closet that don't serve me, that, you know, just moving on with a new chapter in my life. And I'm really excited to be taking you guys with me on it. And that's that's like the biggest major life update, I would say. Other than that, I'm going to be going to New York in two weeks. No, I keep telling myself two weeks. Going to New York next week after that. And I will be there for about a week. I'm going to be hanging out with Lily, Emily, Mara, Clara, my girlfriends from college, my best friends from high school, Lily. I'm just, I'm really excited for a girls weekend where I have nothing to worry about. I have nothing to stress about. I don't have to think about, you know, this event that's coming up because it's gone and passed. And all I really need to worry about are just my other work 
related things. One really, really, really exciting thing that I'm doing, you guys, and I have to say it too because Funnel Weekdays podcast is sponsored by Macy's. I'm doing a live show with Macy's. I'm so excited. So excited. I'm a little bit nervous because I've never done like a live, I've never done a live thing with a brand at like their own space. The only lives I've ever done are in my own space doing like my makeup or doing my hair. And so I'm going to be doing a live with Macy's and it'll be just showing like fall items and things that I love at Macy's right now. So please watch it. Um, (laughs) Please, please do. If you're free, if you have the time, I'll be sharing more details with you guys about it, but I'm really excited. It's, it's a really amazing opportunity. And that is one of the things that I have to do in New York while I'm there. I have a couple recordings that I have lined up to do while I'm there and it is a work trip, but at the same time, I'm making sure every single day at five, when my friends are done with work, I am going to abide by their schedule. I'm going to turn off my work. I'm going to, you know, create my schedule around them and we're going to do something all week while I'm in New York. Just make the most of our girl time. Really, really, really excited about that. And after that, I have another work trip and it's for dibs and I'm going to Puerto Rico with dibs. I, the fact that I'm saying this out loud right now, what? Like I am just so blown away by some of the opportunities that have come from social media and if there is anyone out there literally anyone out there that has any ounce of interest in social media and doing anything whether you want to be in front of the camera or behind the camera or whatever there are so many opportunities that will allow you to like have those have those experiences I never in my life would have thought that I'd be doing a live show for Macy's or going to Puerto Rico with a brand with a makeup brand I grew up watching YouTube tutorials for makeup since I was in middle school did I ever actually try to do those makeup tutorials on me no (laughs) sometimes sometimes they never looked right but to be able to go on a trip like that I'm just I'm gonna be taking you guys with me because I have no idea what to expect and it's it's really interesting because Tying it back to fun on weekdays and like my events, I feel as though over the past year, I've had this kind of like really weird outlook on life that I've never had visibility to before. Like I didn't know anything about influencer events. I didn't know anything about any of that. And once I've had the experience to go, I kind of use my events as a way to replicate that almost in a way. Where like you walk in and it feels very personalized and you get pampered and you have these cool experiences that you don't get in other ways. And instead of throwing an influencer event, like I just want, I just want people that support me to, to have that. And so my fun on weekdays events, I think that is why I put so much pressure on making them so perfect and so outrageous and over the top is because I want people to experience like that opportunity and that feeling and Yeah, I don't know where I was going with this, but I got a lot coming up. (laughs) September is going to be busy. And that's about it for my life updates. I hope you guys enjoyed this solo episode. I had no outline. Like I said at the beginning, I'm not feeling great. (laughs) I did start feeling a little bit better the more I talked. So if you're not feeling well right now, take a nap. Listen to me right now. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go home. I'm going to upload this episode. 
going to send it over, going to do all my work stuff, and I'm going to take a nap. And I'm not going to open my eyes until tomorrow morning. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be like a 12-hour nap. <laughs> so that's my fun on my day idea for you guys. Take a nap. Put on a sound healing Spotify playlist or some type of uh, mm, what's that called? Like meditation music. And I'm not kidding. Like seriously, take a nap. That is my idea for fun this week. All right. I'll talk to you guys next. No, not next Tuesday. I have another episode coming out this week to make up for last week's missed episode. So I'll talk to you guys later this week. Bye guys.